that's called will, but we say that a Muslim, which is an Arabic word, it means to submit your will to do the will of God, right? So if Jesus said, not my will, but the will of God, then Jesus was a practicing Muslim. He was submitting his will, and you are in the same classroom learning the same wisdom that he used that made him the man that he was and is. So brothers and sisters, everybody all right? Y'all good? Y'all yes, ain't shook up yet, are you? No. I'll pray be to Allah. Well, with that being said, again, I get to just go back and drink my coffee. Yeah. It was brown sugar. You already know. Because huh? Huh? I, I was kind of kicking it this morning. Got, got lost track of time. You understand? So I ain't give a coffee yet. But, brothers and sisters, I'm happy. And I want you, as they used to say in school, put on your thinking caps. Right? You, you got to think. Because change only comes when we have a thought reversal. Right? That's the only way we can change. A thought reversal. We gotta take everything that the white man put in our head for just a minute and just set it on this side. Huh? And then we're gonna pour some new wisdom into a glass on this side. And then I want you to look at this dirty glass that the white man made, huh? That made us into pimps, huh? Hustlers, prostitutes, gangbangers, dope dealers. And I want you to look at this clean glass that made Farrakhan, Elijah Muhammad, Malcolm X, Ward Dean Muhammad, Abdul Rahman, and you say, which glass do I want to drink out of? The clean glass or the dirty glass? So to take us further into our meeting today, I have the honor and the privilege of bringing up a, boy, it feels good to say young. <laughs> I thought I'd never get to say it, brother. But it feels good to bring up a young, up and coming, rising star in our nation. You know that the messenger of Allah is styled as a light-giving sun, is that right? Yes, sir. You know that every star in our solar system is a justifier of that big ball of fire out in the center of our solar system, and the little stars are little balls of fire that justify the sun. Yeah, y'all didn't hear what I said. So, Minister Farrakhan got witness bearers all over America, yes, sir. all over the world. That's right. And I'm honored to introduce a witness bearer of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, an up and coming rising star in our nation. We call him a social media, social media phenomenon. That's a big word. But he is our brother, our friend, and he's a friend because he's helping the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Please right. receive to the roster my brother, Brother Ben. <clears throat> In the name of Allah, the Beneficent, the Merciful, I bear witness there is no God but Allah, who we believe came in the person of Master Far Muhammad, came 9,000 miles when some of us took us a little hard to come nine miles sometimes. He came, as Brother Lee said, to seek those who was lost and give us knowledge of self again and raise the black man and woman up from our condition. He gave us an example in raising up the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, who only had a third grade education. And we may say, well, he didn't have a degree. And as I say, those of us with degrees haven't went to the degree that he went to in raising up the black man and woman. Because we have uh, our master degrees, but some of us haven't mastered nothing. Right. Some of us got PhD degrees, they call that the doctor degree, right. but can't heal nobody. Right. 
But the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and his teachings, if in internalized, can heal us from our condition. Now, I never got a chance to meet the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, nor Master Farah Muhammad, but I believe that I have met them in meeting the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So in meeting his mind, since he lined his mind up with them, I believe I met them through him. And we know he raised up and rebuilt the Nation of Islam. The Nation of Islam fell, and in three days, I mean, I'm sorry, three years, he rose back up from a dead condition and gave life to the dead again. So I want to uh, greet you all in their names with the greeting words of peace we said in the Arabic language of Assalamu alaikum. Now, for those of y'all who knew, we didn't just cuss you out in the Arabic language. That just simply means peace be unto you. And when they return the greetings, that means they are returning it back. Now, <clears throat> I want to do this, get my little picture here. But before I do that, I want to thank Allah for, you know, life. I want to thank Miles number 52, Brother Lee. And I want to thank you all for coming out. So can y'all please give yourselves a round of applause for even coming out today. Now, I want to do this little demonstration because, you know, everybody in here isn't Muslim. Everybody in here isn't uh, a follower of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad. So you may be confused when we say Allah came into person. Of Master Father Muhammad. It actually took me about two years to really understand it. Let me ask y'all a question. Just raise your hand if y'all know who this is. Alright. Raise your hand if you don't know who this is. How do you know who that is? Alright. How might anybody know who he was before you saw the name? or before you knew he was on the Breakfast Club, if I just showed y'all that picture, raise your hand. Now, I believe the reason that is so is because you had a prerequisite knowledge of what you was looking for, even though he has the mask on. So the same way y'all had a prerequisite knowledge, and you understood who Kodak Black was, even though he had the mask on, because if somebody coming like a thief, those of us who used to be thieves, you don't come want to show yourself, right? Raise your hand if you, no, don't raise your hand if you say <laughs> But you come with the ski mask on because you don't want to be identified. Well, when Master Father Muhammad came, he came like a thief in the night. The scripture says he's going to come from the east to the west. Is that right? So if he came through the, uh, from the east to the west with a mask on, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad had to have some kind of knowledge to identify who he was. Well, I want to look at this. Because if you look at 1930 around that time, 1910 around that time, we still believe that the white man was God, right? We saw Caesar, Caesar Borgia up there. We said that, that, that got to be God or Jesus, right? Some of us still think that right now, don't we? Well, Master Father Muhammad's father, he knew that. And in his wisdom, he looked for a white woman so that he could produce Master Father Muhammad coming looking like a white man, but not really being a, a white man. So he has a black father and a white mother. Now we know through genetics that the dominant gene overrides the recessive gene. You can get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. Well, is that it? Is that all we can know that, that Master Far Muhammad or, or Allah came in the person of Master Far Muhammad? Well, let's look into your scripture. Isaiah 40 and uh, night chapter said, you who bring good news to Zion, get up on a high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. 
All right, now he's saying, here's your God. Let's look at it. See, the sovereign Lord comes with power and he rules with mighty arm. See, his reward is with him and his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lamb in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Now, this is the part I want y'all to listen to, especially those who are believers. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hands, who or with the breath of his hand marked off the heavens, who has held the dust of the earth in a basket, who weighed the mountains of the scales and the hills in the balance. Now, who taught us that the land? Who told us about the land? Who told us about the hills and mountains? Who told us about the weight of the earth? Who came and brought us those actual facts? So if I ask y'all how much is the land or, you know, how, what square miles is the land, we know that it's 57,255,000 square miles. We know that the water is 139,685,000 square miles. All over the planet Earth is 196,940,000 square miles. Was that right? Yes, and the weight is 6 sextillion tons. So he brought us that actual facts. So that is another sign that that is Allah who came in the person. So if you look at uh, Mr. the Black Man, you may say, well, Brother Ben, I thought God was the spirit. Everybody, and the Bible said God is a spirit. Well, it says God is a spirit, but the original version says God is spirit. Then it says worship God in spirit and in truth. But what is the truth about spirit? The truth about spirit is that spirit is dependent on the material. Look at what Mr. the Black Man said. He said a spirit is subjected to us and not we to the spirit. Habakkuk uses the pronoun he in reference to God. This pronoun he is only used in the case when we refer to a man or a boy or something of the male sex. Are we living in a material universe or a spirit universe? We are material beings and live in a material universe. Would not we be making ourselves fools to be looking for, for to see that which cannot be seen, only felt? Where is our proof for such a God, spirit, to teach that God is other than a man? You may say God is a spirit, right? But let's look into it. 1 Corinthians 3.16 says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the spirit dwells within you? See, we, a lot of us don't believe that we are the temple of God. You know how we come up to the church and we want to turn the music down, the rap music down. They turn that rap off. You just got through cussing your baby out. Baby out then when you come to church, you tell me, As-salamu alaykum, brother. <laughs> it's, you know how you be on the cell phone and you, and you fill out all these applications for a job. And you just cuss your child out and soon the job call you like, hello, yeah, this is Miss Johnson. How, How your spirit changed so fast? We come to the, to the mosque and we come to the church. Now you want to be respectful, but then you disrespecting your own brother. Scripture talks about that a little bit. It says, how can you love God who you never seen and hate your brother who you see every day? To me, that means at the essence of your brother is God. At the essence of your sister is God. So when you're abusing him, when you're abusing her, you are abusing the God. So how can you come and respect a building or a temple that's built of bricks, but you don't want to respect that which was built by God? So we have to think about that. Corinthians says, uh, this is 2 Corinthians chapter 6 now, or what? agreement has the temple of God with idols for we are the temple of the living God just as God said I will dwell in them and walk among them and I will be their God and they shall be my spirit and let's look at this let's do some math here we ain't gonna do no trigonometry don't worry about it it said Christ had the Christ had the mind of God would you agree yes, sir. Yes. then Paul said let this mind that was in Christ be in you all right let's do some math now if Christ had the mind of God, then it said, let this mind that was in Christ 
being you. All at one time, who mind do you have then? God. Who? God. Some of y'all still don't believe. <laughs> we have mind, God. But what separates us from the God? He, he tells us in the scripture as well. So many people ask me, Brother Ben asks, man, how do I know that you're going live? How do I know when you're producing a podcast? And I saw you also just made $130,000 in two days. Well, there's a way that you guys can get informed from us via text message. All you have to do is text 50K to 210-504-4094, and we'll give you more information with free game, and we'll let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Text the word 50K to 210-504-4094. We'll give you updates, notifications, and let you guys know how we made $130,000 in two days. Peace. He says, your ways are not my ways. He said, your thoughts are not my thoughts. So if it is the ways of God and the thoughts of God that separates us, then that is the same thing that can connect us back together. So we have to start to think like God in order to be like God, because every action that we have is led by a conscious thought, either subconsciously or consciously. So we have to think about that as well, because a lot of us, we're moving off 95 percent of our subconscious mind. But if in your subconscious mind, you have an inferior mindset. If the self-image in your subconscious mind is something that is dead, something that's not worthy, then that's how you're going to act in your life. So when we talk about the white man, the white man was wise. It's like a business. How many of y'all got a business in here? When I started off making videos, YouTube videos, I had to do all the videoing myself. I had to do all the editing myself, right? But if I want to scale my process, if I want to scale my brand, what do I have to do? I got to hire somebody. I got to put together a system first before I hire somebody. So when you look at the 13th Amendment, the 13th Amendment said that they abolished slavery. Then they put the, here go the hidden message, except for those who commit a crime, right? So if you know you have put a people in a poverty-stricken environment, if you know that you have taken away the jobs, if you know that you have a people that are lacking the knowledge itself and discipline due to what y'all did to us during slavery, because you can say you freed some slaves, but how are you going to give somebody some type of training who went to the war and seen all these killers and now they got to come through because they got PTSD. Well, we got PTSD too, post-traumatic slave disorder. So how are you going to let us free and then you don't give us no training to repair us? So we got to think about that. So when you look at this, it says, if you came into the mosque and it was all dark in here, what would y'all ask me? Brother Ben, did y'all pay the electricity bill? Brother Ben, y'all, brothers must be misusing the money because the lights was off. Well, you can only know that the electricity is there by that which is seen. So you see the sun, you see the moon, but you don't see the unseen power. You can see the light bulb right here, but the light bulb isn't the reason that the light bulb is on. So if I cut this light bulb off or I knock these light bulbs off, it's still going to be on somewhere else. So even if these light bulbs get knocked out, what has to happen? We have to put a new light bulb in, right? Because I know what some of y'all thinking. This brother talking about, yeah, all oh, guys, I got a little Ray Ray them, He going to get with you. Mm. You mean you look at him wrong. He going to rob a nigga. He going to kill a nigga. He going to do something to you. I don't think he's a guy. Mm. 
Well, I think we just need to change the light bulb that's in his head. Yeah. So if the Bible says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, if the same way you got to come up and change that light bulb, you got to change the light bulb in the black woman. You got to change the light bulb in the black man. And once you change the light bulb in the black man and woman, you will once again see God and the light of God shining through those two human beings. All right, so let's get, let, let's, let's get into the purpose now. But I had to lay the basis for the person because if you don't know who you are, how are you going to know what you're supposed to do? The B know who he is. That's why the B going to do what he's going to do. But some of us, the God's greatest creation, we have the most wise. I mean, we have the ability to say being it is, and we don't even know our aim and our purpose. You may say, Brother Bennett, what you mean we can say being it is? I'm not talking about the State Farm commercial, like a good neighbor, a State Farm. I ain't talking about no spooky stuff. But what I'm saying is B is the thought in your mind. We, brothers, we do it all the time. Let you have a girl you want to get over, get over that too. And you ain't got no car. You finna put together a plan. You finna do some Uber. You finna let somebody borrow something so I can get some gas money. You gonna find a way over there. So the same way we can have that type of mindset and strength and discipline to go get with a girl, we gotta act like that about, about ourselves. We gotta act like that about our goals as well. So, for those of y'all who feeling worthless, and you feeling like a loser right now. The Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan said that we came through three great trials before we even got here. The first trial was we was in competition with millions, probably billions of sperm. Millions of them. So the fact that you even won that, man, you should be grateful. Have you ever played the lottery before? Any of y'all in here? Nah, don't raise your hand. Any of y'all ever, you know, got some tickets? Let you be the one. Oh, man, thank God you call it Mama Nam. You calling Felicia, hey, come on, man, I'm, we finna go uh, 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 splurge. Why are you so excited that you can win some money, but you're not excited and grateful that you made it here on earth? So the same way you feel about that money when you win those odds, because when I looked into it, they say the odds of you being born is, is one out of 400 trillion. And the fact that you are here is something you should think about. So he says you in competition with millions of sperm. Not only is you in competition and you won that, but you had to go upstream. Ever tried to ride a bike upstream, up the hill? Man, have your calf muscles all tore up, be tired, be hurting. But when you're going down the hill, you ain't got a pedal. You standing up on the seat. You doing all kind of tricks and stuff because you're going downhill. It's easy. But when you're going upstream, that take a little strength. Then he says, once the sperm gets into the womb or the vaginal tract, it's acidic. So you're in a hostile environment. So you have to swim, you gotta get there very quick. So in our condition, some of us are in a hostile environment right now, but we gotta swim, the minister said. Some of us in a hostile environment right now, but we gotta keep going, the minister said. So the fact that y'all are here, the chances of you being born is one in 400 children, so act like the miracle that you all are. So we got four stages of development here that the minister gonna bring us to. He says our first beginning is from a watery substance called sperm, or worthless water, some people say. He said the Holy Quran teaches that man in his first state is nothing to speak of. Y'all, you know, not to be vulgar, y'all see some sperm laying around, you say, oh man, that's nasty, man, I ain't trying to look at that, that's worthless, right? Until it's connected with the, you know, y'all know what I'm saying. Second, the cell becomes a clot in the second stage. The cell is where you begin and you cannot begin 
until there is a unit or a union. Likewise, our progress as a people does not begin, brothers and sisters, because we are fragmented. It begins when we recognize the value of each other and come together as a unit, then life begins for us as a people. But I want y'all to keep in mind that before you begin to look at the value of somebody else, I want you to look at the value of yourself. Because when you look at the word brother, in the word brother, you have the word other. So you are the other me. So when I look at you and I see you growing up, I can't look at you and be jealous. I got to say, man, look at the guy within that brother. Because the same God that's in him is the same God that's within me. And the way you treat yourself all time is how you treat others. You know, sometimes, man, we, I be looking at the trolls online. And I'll be sad, though. I mean, I'll be like, man, this brother's in a miserable condition, man. I, I mean, you just be mad, just want to start an argument sometime. But what I got to realize, man, they miserable, man. They teach that, uh, 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 what they say, misery love company. company. So if you are miserable in your own life, that's how you're going to treat somebody else. So if I'm looking in the mirror and all I see is a nigga, well, when I see you and you the other me, all I'm going to see is what? All I'm going to do is see a nigga. But if I look at myself and I see a God, Children of the Most High God, when I see you, when I see you, when I see you, all I'm going to see is God's beyond y'all condition. Because, yeah, we are, see, the, the reason we have to see the value in ourselves, because I know I'm not all the way right. I know I mess up. We can put, I don't care how many suits you got, how many bow ties you got, how much you be covered in your white garment, we all mess up. Social media is like a highlight tape. Put, put together the real. You ain't showing no turnovers. You know, you ain't showing when you miss the dump. You showing all the highlight when you going in, going in between, you don't windmill somebody. That's the highlight tape. So we know that we all are going to fall short of the glory of God. But you got to understand that you are God. And when you understand and you have patience with yourself, that gives me more patience with you. But in order for me to be patient, I have to have the knowledge of self. Because knowledge of self leads to the love of self. Love for self leads to the respect for self because if I don't know you, it's going to be kind of hard for me to love you. You know, I, I know we like to say I love everybody. Lying like a mug. You look in the mirror, you don't even love yourself. So how can you love somebody else? You know, but, but, oh, praise the due to a lot. Society is like that too, though. You ever been on an airplane before? How many of y'all been on an airplane? What they tell you about if, the, if, the, if, if it's going down and that oxygen mask come down, what they say? We better put that mask on yourself first. Why? Because if I don't got the mask on me and I'm trying to help you, you're going to end up dying depending on me. And then I'm going to end up dying trying to help you, so we both out of oxygen. So somebody got to have some oxygen in this bad boy. All right, let's look. Many of us are behind and missing opportunities and are afraid due to not believing in yourself. I remember back when me and my cousin Chris used to do backflips. We started off in the grass. Well, I started off in the grass. Should I got to make sure I got some cushion first. After I believe that I can do it, then I start backflipping off cars. I start black backflipping all, all kind of stuff. But if I didn't believe in myself, I wouldn't do it. So I don't care how much somebody tell you great. I don't care how much somebody tell you wonderful. I don't care how much somebody tell you a God. If you don't believe that in yourself, you're never going to move. So you have to build that belief in yourself. We got to change the voice that's in our head. The voice that's in our head is really more, vo uh, more dangerous than the voice of somebody else. I said one time, I said, man, if somebody called you fat and you got mad, you didn't get, you didn't get mad because they called you fat. You got mad because they repeated what you're telling yourself on the inside. Because if I came up to you and said, man, that brother, oh, he purple? You're going to look at me and laugh like, because I'm not purple. But you believe that you are fat and you have been condemning yourself for being fat in your mind and inside. So now that he reiterated it, 
Now you getting mad with him. Don't get mad at me. Get mad at them weights. Good enough, you know, work out. You know, we like to say, you know, we have, we, you know, I said one time, you know, we like to say, oh, man, it just runs in the family. No, you, y'all ain't running in the family. You got to run a little bit. You know, put it in. So what I'm saying is, man, we have to look not only at the enemy, but we have to look at the enemy, right? Let me say that again. We have to look not only at the enemy, but at the enemy. Brother, Brother Newton said we got a war on two fronts. We fighting white supremacy, and then we fight negativity. So the enemy on the inside, if we got that intact, then the enemy on the outside can't get us. What is charity about? Charity ain't about paying God. God don't need your money. I hate when pastors be lying to me. God needs your money. No, we need it for this building fund, okay? We need to keep the lights on. Just be honest with them. You know what I'm saying? So if you have and you paying your charity, the meaning of charity is so that you don't have to be, you're not, you're not greedy. So now if you are greedy and you're not paying your charity and on a, and the charity can be, if you're not in the church, if you're not in the mosque, you're giving money to something. But the reason that practice or that ritual is there because the enemy can't get you on money now. Because if I, if I notice you tight on money, if I give you some money, you're willing to snitch. Takashi part two, give you a little money, you're going to be talking. So what I'm saying is we have to get the enemy enemy on the inside together because that's the most powerful thing. The minister said that even if we destroyed all white people, right, all the slave masters, they'll still be in power. You may say, how are they going to be in power? Because he's in your mind. Remember I said that every action that we have is led by a conscious thought. They set up a system. Back to the story. I think I cut off this story. I was talking about slavery. So back to that. If I'm an editor and I want to scale, I got to hire somebody. Well, they set up a system and they did that. So in slavery, they used to beat you. In slavery, they used to chain you up. In slavery, they had you all, I mean, they had you physically. But if they set up a system, now they can take the chains off of you. If they set up a system, now you don't see a, a, a white man as far as like J. Edgar Hoover. You don't see one person that you can call out because the system is in place. They're getting you through the vaccines. They're going to get you through the, through the school system. They're going to get you through the food. They're going to get you through the fluoride water. They're going to get you through the chemtrails. And they're going to get you slowly. So that's what we have to realize as the people is that they have set up a system. And in order for us to beat that system, we have to sometimes what? Set up our own system. We have to change the way we do things. So if he can control our mind and he know what you're going to do, he ain't got to do nothing to you because he already know what you're going to do. So all I got to do is come to Chicago with a, with, a, with a train full of guns and leave the guns there and then get out the way and watch them do their thing. Come to, the, come to the hood knowing they want some J's, knowing they want Nikes. Drop the truck out there, leave the, leave the door open on the Nikes, and we're going to sit back and watch them. But, I see, but that's in the Quran. Don't the Quran say that when you do wrong and then you end up uh, caught by Allah, all Satan is going to say, all I did was call and you came. I had no authority over you. That's all debate car stuff is. Let me put the car there, leave the door open, and then all he's going to say, well, I didn't tell him to steal it. I didn't tell him to do it. Now, we do have to take some responsibility for that. So when we got the knowledge of self and we have the reality of God, we can't continue to fall for those things, but that's just the mindset that they have. So let's go back to this. The cell becomes a clot, a lump of congealed blood, but in that clot there is a growing intelligence. A clot is a lump of congealed blood, but intelligence is hungering to grow within that clot. It just needs to be fed and it will evolve. It is only through reading that your intelligence is developed. When you open a book, it looks like a bird. 
Yeah, just, just imagine me holding a little book right now. With open wings, when you learn to read with understanding, when you can open the book of knowledge, when you can understand what you read, then that is like giving a man wings. There is no condition that we suffer from that we cannot rise from with knowledge. So when you look at the book, what that's symbolically saying is when you open the book and you understand the book, you're able to fly above the condition that you have been put in. So it's the knowledge. It's as a man thinking, so is he. So I don't care what environment you put me on after I got the knowledge. God, you put God anywhere, he going to flourish. And that's how we have to think as a people. So there's two ways that we can learn. You can learn from experience or you can learn from somebody else. As I've stated many times, 50 Cent already got shot nine times. Brother Ben ain't got to get shot nine times to know that it hurt. I ain't got to get shot nine times to know that that ain't a lifestyle that I want to live. So if you're looking at somebody who's doing crack, and you see the, the, the effect of that, then you gotta look at that and say, man, well, if that's what he doing and it's the path and actions that he took, if I don't wanna be there then. So in, in, in finding our purpose, we have to find somebody who's already doing what we're wanting to do. We have to find somebody that's already where we are and when you find him, just duplicate what he did. You are all guys. Ain't no sky daddy up in the sky talking about, man, but I want you to be successful. I want you to be poor. We're dealing with cause and effect here. You either going to do something, you do something, you're going to get a result. You don't do something, you're going to get a result. It ain't no spookism in here. If you don't have the knowledge, get it from others. The minister said, every time I meet someone, I'm meeting my superior. As smart and wise as the minister is, he says, whenever I meet somebody, I'm meeting my superior. Brother Ben may be good at editing, but I ain't good at drawing. I may be good at rapping a little bit, but I can't produce it. I can't mix and master it. So if I get with you and we unite together, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, get with six to eight like-minded individuals, come together and do something for yourself. So I ain't got to farm if I don't know how to farm. I ain't got to do a school if I don't know how to do a school. I'm going to just do my thing and bring my thing to the table. Because, I mean, when you think about the organization, look at the organs in our body. The elbow ain't worried about the knee. Right? The, the heart ain't worried about the lungs. Everybody is doing exactly what they're supposed to do. And if we individually do what we're supposed to do, then we all going to come together and keep the body alive like we keep this body alive. So the minister says self-improvement. Praise be to Allah. The minister says self-improvement is the basis of community development. We like to say we all the time. Man, we need a school, man. Man, we need a restaurant, man. We need to stop doing Yeah, you do it then. Because if I do it, if I'm a part of the we and I got a school, now we got a school. If I do it and I get a restaurant, now we got a restaurant. But all we all, we want, we want to look for a new leader. And just everybody out, who's going to be the new leader of the Nation of Islam? You know, the minister said, look to the leader within yourself. Don't try to look at me and blame me for all your, all your uh, shortcomings because it ain't on me. You're looking for a new leader to, to, that you can blame. You're looking for a new leader that you can give an excuse to, and we done with that today. Ain't no more blaming nobody else. Blame yourself. Same thing happened with the 10,000 fearless, justice or else. The minister called for 10,000 fearless. You got grown men on YouTube and Facebook talking about when, where the men at? I ain't seen no 10,000. Get your lazy butt up and going out there in the streets and, and, and do some conflict resolution. Boycott. You are one of those 10,000 men. So if you're not a part of that, then I don't even want to hear you say nothing. He says, the next stage of the life is an embryo. The head has to be formed first because you do not need hands without a head. 
It takes the head to put hands to work. God would not give you hands without a head first. The head has to develop first, then calls into existence the hands and the feet and gives them something to do. So this explains why they always want to destroy leadership that we do have. This explains why they set up COINTELPRO, and in COINTELPRO, they're sending agents that got suits and bow ties saying, As-salamu alaykum, and quote the lessons, but they're really not a believer. They're an agent. This is what you got when you got Gene Roberts, who's the same man who was giving Malcolm X mouth to mouth. He's the same agent who infiltrated the Black Panthers. So if you can put that map together. This is why every time you see a militant man who's talking to us, telling us about knowledge itself, telling us about self-love, you have those on the opposite side saying that's racism. Now, racism is you believing that you're superior and you holding other people down by your power. We ain't got no power to be doing that. So I, I done said, I, I can make a post that say, man, I love black people. You have white people that talking about, man, that's racist. That ain't racist. They just don't want you to have the knowledge itself because once you have the knowledge itself, you will know you don't need them no more. Right? You don't need them no more because they have, they have really turned us out. Look at this. When we got captured, as I just said, they put chains on us, right? Gave us a name. Peace, family. Thank you for checking out the Brother Ben X podcast. Many people are wondering, what can I do now since digital real estate closed on October the 1st? I still want to learn how to make money on social media. I still want to learn how to market. And I still want to learn how to build my brand. Well, there's one more way that you can do it. It's a couple ways, but I want to tell you all about the ABS Tribe. The ABS Tribe is weekly coaching every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday for only $50 a month. If you are looking for accountability, if you're looking for a group of people that's willing to inspire you, help you out, support you, encourage you, you want to get inside of our ABS Tribe because every Tuesday and Thursday, me and Brother Jake or one of our more top million dollar friends or six-figure friends are on teaching you every single week if you want to join the abs tribe go to www.whatisabstribe.com www.whatisabstribe.com beat us well that's what they do to dogs when you get a dog man the first thing you do is capture the dog chain the dog up get it here go his name blue now used to be something but now his name blue now at first, when you tried to capture this dog, he just lost his owner. He was trying to get away from you when you captured the dog. But you beat him into submission and you gave him some dog food. Or you gave him a, a job. I mean, you gave him some, uh, a, some dog food. And when you gave him some dog food and you beat him into submission, he began to not only stay in your house, but he began to defend you. So you put him in the backyard. You done, you done put him in the house. You done gave him some crumbs. Now you can take the chains off. Not only can you take the chains off, but you can open up the back gate. You come back from work, he's still going to be there. Let somebody come to the house, he's going to be arguing about you. Same thing that's going on with us today. You got uh, black folks. They got a white man in them. All skin folk ain't kin folk. Soon as we get to talking about the history, we ain't trying to be racist to what we saying just because of your skin color, you bad. All we is talking about is your history. So when we bring up the history, you got black folks talking about, man, that was 400 years ago. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, was, that was 600 years ago. 
Shoot, let somebody, uh, he ain't, you ain't paid somebody back last year. I bet you he ain't saying that was, that was a year ago. He's still trying to get that to it. Hey, this my cash out. He make a little tweet on Instagram. I show with people get paid me back. Why are you still worrying about that? We went through slavery. We went through somebody cut open a black man's woman and the baby came out. Stepped on the baby's head. Tying a man together to one horse, then to another horse, setting the horse on fire, watching a man be split apart. How can you forget something like that? So if they can't forget the Holocaust, we can't forget what we're going through. So the same way they said never again, we got to say never again as well. So those who are truly giving us life, they don't want them to be here. She said, that's right. She said, <laughs> those who really are truly trying to give us life, they don't want them in front of us. And like I said, Satan makes evil first seeming. And I'm going to look at uh, Adam and Eve in the garden to try to break this down. So even when you look at how they make evil first seeming, they tell us, oh, smoking is okay. They want to put it on the news. Not on the news. They want to put it on a commercial. They find the best influencer. They find one of the best actors. Put the smoke in his hand. Now you want to be like John Wayne. Now you want to be like Denzel or whoever they doing. All of them. You want to be like them. What do you mean by that, though, when you talk about Adam and Eve? Well, Adam and Eve, it talks about Adam and Eve getting a command from God. Then when they, he, they was told not to go and eat of the fruit of the tree of good and evil, right? Am I quoting that right, good and evil? Yes, sir. Is there a such thing as a tree of good and evil? All right, let's break this down now. So when you look at the tree of good and evil and it says a snake is talking to you, what is this snake that's talking to you? Now, I'm going to be honest. If y'all don't want to, I used to think that was a real snake. I think, I'm thinking a human being having a conversation with a rattlesnake. The rattlesnake is sitting there tricking you, talking to you. Still, people today, you know, the Bible says God changes not. So if it was snakes talking back then, how come we ain't got them now? That's the question I asked them. They don't know how to answer that one. Well, God can do all things. <laughs> but, I, but I believe... I believe the snake that's talking is representing a crooked thought in your mind. You ever had a brother in the streets who was just slimy? What you call him? That nigga's a snake, man. He's a snake. So when you have a command from God, you're high yourself and you know, because, you know, some of us, we get commands from God. I ain't talking about no spooky sky. I'm talking about there's a God within that's telling you what you're supposed to be doing. Let me give you an example. When I used to go to Kroger, <laughs> they got this thing. They got gummy bears in it. <laughs> it. You're supposed to put it in the bag and weigh the pounds. But my deceptive intelligence, see, the minister said the devil is deceptive intelligence, rationalizing disobedience. So when I go into the, get the, get the, uh, the gummy bears, I'm eating them. I'm thinking they free. I'm thinking, I'm saying they free in my head, but that's the devil. You ever looked at that cartoon where you got the devil on this side, the angel on this side? That's what's going on on the inside of yourself. And you have to battle with that. So the minister said, would you kill the messenger of God? Of course, you know, no, sir, brother minister. He said, man, we kill the messenger of God every day because you killing that voice that's on the inside leading you to the right direction because he said we are righteous by nature, wicked only by circumstance. The minister was uh, asked one time about, uh, uh, there was a story, correct me if I'm wrong, Brother Lee. So he said uh, that there was a daughter of a mother who came to the minister and was basically like saying that they had sex. Right. And she was trying to use deceptive intelligence saying 
Well, I didn't know I wasn't supposed to have sex. So the minister, he, you know, he didn't know how to handle it. So he went to the Honorable Elijah Muhammad and he presented it to him. And basically he was like, man, don't let her put that small time stuff over you. When did they have the sex? It ended up being when nobody was around and in darkness. So by nature, you know the right thing to do. You're just using deceptive intelligence to rationalize the disobedience that you have. And that's what Satan allows us to do. So that's what the that's what the devil represents. So when you have a crooked thought in your mind or a contrary thought in your mind, that's contrary to the to the righteousness in yourself. That's what the snake really is. That's what the, uh, the snake represents. And when you look at a garden, the garden is your mind. You ever took your children to a kinder what? kindergarten they dropping seeds on the child's mind then they drop them in middle school then they drop them in high school so by the time it's time for the for them to graduate i got them i'm not going to tell them about marcus garvey i'm not going to tell them about the honorable Elijah muhammad i'm not going to tell them about mansa musa i'm not going to tell them about the real martin luther king i'm gonna tell them martin luther king had a dream but when he woke up figuratively and literally he said, that dream that I had that day has turned into a nightmare. I fear that I integrated my people into what? A burning house. So they don't tell them about that one because every time we came into their hotels, our hotels closed down. We came into their bus, our buses closed down. We looked into their business, our businesses closed down. So they know if we teach separation, if we teach do for self, they really going to be in trouble. That's why that in prison under that 13th Amendment, you can work for a Fortune 500 company getting paid 45 cents a day. Man, I've been working for you for 10 years, but when I get out, now I can't get a job. Ain't that something? That's something, ain't it? Man, I've been, I'm the one who built your whole company up, or a part of it, and then when I get out, you tell me I got this record. It's crazy, man, so it's, it's, it's really a trap. So when you talk about being at the trap house, that's exactly where you at, the trap house. Because just like the rat, not a snitch, but if you got a rat in the house, you want to put a trap in there, don't you? Right. What do you put in the trap? A little cheese? Mm -hmm. What we call money back? You got to get that cheese. I'm getting that cheddar. So they get you with the cheese. They get you with the cheddar. And then what happens when they take you to prison, you go to jail. Then when you come out, you can't get a job. You go back in because you did what you will for what you know. You started selling drugs again because you still got a family. Then you go in again. Then they got you again. So it's not until you get the teaching that teach you to do for yourself. It's not until you get, get with somebody who is another guy who can bring you an opportunity to where you can get out of that trap. Because as long as you stay out of that trap and you don't have a plan, they got a plan for you. It's either going to be prison or it's going to be six feet deep. And I ain't talking about no water. All right, so look at the tree. You may say, Brother Ben, but what does the tree represent? Because I don't understand the tree. Because a tree of good and evil wouldn't be a tree that Honorable Elijah Muhammad said that would represent a man. All right, now let's look into it. A tree absorbs carbon dioxide and carbon monoxide and releases oxygen. Is that right? I'm going to read it. Make sure I said it right. Trees absorb carbon dioxide, potentially harmful gases such as sulfur dioxide, carbon monoxide from the air, and releases oxygen. Now, let's look at the characteristics of carbon monoxide because the tree represents the slave master because how he... What he did, he didn't take in the carbon monoxide and put out oxygen. He took in our oxygen and gave us carbon dioxide and monoxide. So let's look at it. Carbon monoxide is highly poisonous, odorless, colorless, and tasteless. 
Don't that kind of go and coincide with making evil first seeming? Because you can't really see what you're doing. It's kind of like those who in scripture came up to the Lord and said, Lord, Lord, don't you see all the miracles I did in your name? And look what he said. He said, man, get thee away from me. You who practice lawlessness, because they think they're out there doing the work of God. And you out there doing the work of Satan. So there were seeds dropped in the garden very early. So that's why the Honorable Elijah Muhammad teaches us, if a man won't treat you right, he sure won't teach you right. Because if I want you to be a slave and I'm keeping you illiterate so I can use you as a tool, I'm not going to give you the proper tools to free yourself. I'm going to just act like it. Give you a little crumbs. Give you a little job. Smile at you. Knowing you're never going to really be able to do what you want to do because you're always on my job. Last stage. After the head is developed, the fourth stage is called a fetus. And all of this develops in darkness. These four stages are the basis of our lives that is ready to come out of darkness into light and master the forces of life when the baby is born. That is the fifth stage. Some of us are in darkness right now. Some of us are going through trials in darkness right now. But in that study that the minister gave us, if you study, if you see value and feed on the knowledge and grow, in darkness, you too can grow like the God who came out of triple darkness. You too can grow out of your condition and be light and see the light once again in your midst. He says within 12 months, the baby is walking, doing things that none of us taught them to do because there is a native in that sperm that is divine. Now, as children, we are curious, right? Me, I used to burn stuff when, I, when my parents was gone. I used to just burn stuff. I was burning little WWE men, setting them on candles and setting them on fire. And as children, we, we, we naturally ask why. We're very inquisitive. So I would say those of us who are parents don't kill the spirit of a child saying why. You know, you know how we do. Well, why I got it? Because I said so. Well, if it's because I said so, I'm going to do it because you said so, but if I don't know the spirit, if I don't have the comprehensive knowledge of why I'm not supposed to do it, all I'm going to do is wait until you're gone, and then I'm going to try to see it out anyway. So before you try to, instead of trying to just, you know, be this guy where you just, I'm the man of the house, and I'm your mother, and I'm your father, give, bring them up into the understanding that you have so they can understand why they're not doing it. And if you can look at that, if you believe in the scripture, when you look at Jesus and Moses, that's kind of what he was doing. When, when Moses found somebody doing something wrong, he stoned them, right? right? He caught them doing something wrong. Jesus was a little bit different. Yes, Jesus said, as a man thinketh in his heart, right. so is he. So even if you're thinking about doing that with that girl, you done already did it. Mm -hmm. Why? What do you mean by that? Because you have the thought already made up in your mind. If every conscious thought is led by, I mean, if every action is led by a conscious thought, now when you think it, all you need is the opportunity. And once you have the opportunity, you're going to do it. So he's trying to clean up the mindset. So we want to clean up the minds of the children and bring them up to where we are so that when they're doing it and when, you, when they say no, they can understand why they're saying no. So that's very important for us because if we don't know why, it's going to be hard. I was doing a tour with Captain Dennis, and he says, y'all generation, the older generation, no disrespect, is the X generation. And our generation is the what? The Y generation. So growing up, y'all probably heard the words, do as I say, not as I do. Boy, that got us in trouble. Because you smoking, talking about you better, I better not catch you smoking. Well, he going to do naturally what his father's doing. He's want to do naturally what his, what his parents is doing. So how are you going to tell me not to smoke and you smoking? So he says, our generation will ask that question. If you're telling me not to smoke, we're going to say, well, why are you smoking? 
if you tell us y'all need to start a business, well, we're going to say why you ain't got a business. Right. If you're going to tell us why, you know, you need to go to school and get good grades so you can get a good job, we're going to say why you're not successful and you took that and you took that route. So there's a difference. So when you look at that, it says, as children, if we fell down and continue to get up, why is it that we grow older and lose that confidence, that drive and determination, who and what messed up our minds? See, when you're young, when you're a baby, when you fall on the ground, you ain't crying because you fell down. You're getting right back up with a smile. But who, I mean, who mind, who have messed up our mind to where now I'm 30 years old, 25 years old, I fell down in life and I'm staying down crying. But you had all this drive as a baby. Right. You had all this motivation and inspiration as a baby. Somebody has messed up our mind, and a man has risen up in our midst to reform our mind. And all praise is due to Allah for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad right. and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. Yes, right. Because they are making us into God so we can do the same work. So the scripture says, God made man in his image and likeness. Then he said to man, replenish the earth and subdue it. He wants man to master the laws that govern the earth. You can do that. All we have to do is be fed properly. Our supreme wisdom lays the basis for our work, the minister says. The lessons say, why isn't the devil settled on the best part of the planet earth? The minister says, in the supreme wisdom, what God is trying to get us to see is his thinking. He said, you got to go deeper and, and ask, why did he even ask why? Right. So that we can get up into his mind. So the answer is this. Because the earth belongs to the original black man. And knowing that the devil was wicked and there would not be any peace among them, he put them out on the worst part of the earth and kept the best part preserved for himself ever since he made it. Ain't that what it say? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, y'all act like that already. <coughs> Let your son mess up. It's my house. Right. I, I pay these bills. Right. The minister says, shoot, get out the house and don't pack no bags because you didn't buy nothing in that bag either. And when you look at the prodigal son, you're looking at the same thing. The son had to be let go. And with the son being let go, he's going to see some wins. The son being let go, he's going to run into trouble and realize I need to come back to my father. So don't even just think at, think about things like that that are going in your life, think about the thoughts in your mind. We have to put out the wicked thoughts in our mind. Because as I said before, it's the stories that we're continuing to tell ourselves that's keeping us out of peace. So it's not the fact that the bills aren't paid right now that you stressed out. It's the story in your head that the bills may not be paid this upcoming month that got you stressed out. The minister said what really causes stress is lack of duty. So if you having lack of duty and in your mind say, you know, you're not having the lack of you, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. That's what causes stress. If you're going into a house, if you sleep at night and something fall in the living room for whatever reason, if in your mind you believe somebody in there robbing your house, you may get a little afraid. But nobody is even in your house. Something just fell in the house. So you are afraid not because somebody is in there trying to kill you. You are afraid because there is something in your mind that you already said. And since you believe that in your mind, that's what causes you to have fear. Does that make sense? Yes, so put the wicked thoughts out of your head. Put the doubt out of your head that oh, I can't start a business because ain't nobody going to buy from me. Put the doubt out of your head. Oh, I can't do this because my parents is not going to pretty much enjoy this. I went through that coming into the nation of Islam. 
All them Muslims gonna get you killed. I can't. I couldn't even listen to the minister in my house before. I mean, you can't. We we Baptists in here. I ain't went to church in four years talking about we Baptists. <laughs> talking about we Baptists. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm trying. You know, I'm letting them know, man. I man, I'm not eating pork no more, man. I can't. Well, you better go eat at Farrakhan's house, then you ain't gonna be eating up in here. <laughs> but that's for real, man. So shoot, when you start to have change, man, you can't worry about what other people gonna do for you to do uh, or think about you, because sometimes God reveals a vision to you that He did reveal to somebody else, and sometimes they gotta see it with their physical eye, but you gotta see it with the third eye. You got to see it with the mind. And if you believe in your mind what's going to happen, they're going to come around full circle. So my daddy, who once didn't want me to join the Nation of Islam, now he sure ain't going to Facebook. One time he couldn't, he didn't want me to bring the final call in. Now he got friends on his Facebook page that's sharing my videos. Now, that's my son right there, boy. <laughs> I'm, t I, I'm just telling the truth, man. So we, ha we can't worry about what other people think about us because what's going to happen is you're going to end up living your life for somebody else right. and you're going to end up resenting them. Right. Because your purpose may be to be a, a doctor. They want you to be a lawyer. Your purpose may be to be a teacher, but they want you to be an athlete. And what's going to happen, you're going to be this, this athlete mad because you ain't really doing what you're going to do. And just think about this. When they dead, you're going to be still being an athlete and they can't even really enjoy because they dead already. They done lived their life, and here you is, ain't living your life because of somebody who dead now. And if they truly love you, I believe they may be upset in the beginning, but if you produce results, they'll come around. So the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, you never have to condemn a dirty glass, just put a clean one next to it. And when they see that dirty glass, that clean glass, they're going to get a swig of that Fiji water. <laughs> so to find your purpose, you have to be mindful of that which brings you peace. I didn't say that which brings you money. Because some people in here getting money, but ain't got peace. You're buying things on the outside to validate because you're void on the inside. So you're getting on Instagram talking about, yeah, these niggas can't touch me. I got the boo guy in the back. Knowing you went to a rich neighborhood and just took a screenshot of somebody else's car. Or you rented the car. It ain't even really yours. And you hyping it up. Because you want to feel good. The likes feel good. When they say, man, you're doing well, boy, I see you out there, baby, that feel good. But you don't really feel good on the inside. You look real good with the Gucci shoes, but your refrigerator got popsicles in it. You ain't got nothing to eat. <laughs> TV dinners. Hungry mans in that bad boy. Looking like prison meals. So we got to find that which brings us peace, man, because honestly, there's millionaires and billionaires that's killing themselves every day because they're not at peace. There was a brother who brought something to my attention one time, and it was very powerful. He said, Brother Ben, don't you know you freer than some millionaires and billionaires? And I had to think about it, and what he was saying was, there are some millionaires that got so many ties with the devil that they can't speak how we speak. We can get up and say whatever we want to because can't nobody mess us up because we're doing for sale. Right. We ain't have to sell our souls to get where we are. Mm -hmm. So you have to think like that. I may be making $2,000 a month. You may be making $1,500 a month. But somebody who making $10,000 a month can't even speak how you speak. Right. They can't even do what you do. And they're not really free. They're just a rich nigga. Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry. They're just a, a, a rich slave. They're a rich slave, man, because if you're still getting up every day and you're doing something and you're miserable, you're still in slavery. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you get to eat, but I get to eat, too. Yeah, you got a car, but I got a car, too. So you may have 13 bathrooms, but you only going to sit on one seat. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm comfortable where I'm at. So really, when you think about what you want in life, you have to get your desires in check. Because if I'm okay with a, a, a home, two-story home or whatever, and I'm good with my family living in this home and we ain't worried about nothing, you living in heaven. Right. You, 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 I mean, you truly living in heaven because somebody may have 13 homes, 13 homes and they living in, in hell. And heaven and hell, we know our conditions. We don't believe in no spooky uh, sweet, uh, uh, pie in the sky, sweet by and by after we die. We don't believe in that. See, you, you believe it too. You know, let me tell you what Brother Neri said. He said, listen, we say it all the time. You mad, you mad as hell. Right. You broke, man. I'm broke as hell, man. Right. It be cold outside, man. I'm cold as hell, man. Right. These are conditions. But when you have everything that you need, when you have peace of mind, when you content, when you got a good woman, when you got a good man, that truly is the heaven that we are looking for. And I'm going to say this. If there is a heaven, I would rather live my life the best as I can as if there isn't a heaven and find out that there is. Than to live my life not to my full potential, right. not fulfilling my purpose, and find out that there is not a heaven or hell after we die. So I think that's how I'm going to roll with that one. So when I think about purpose, a lot of us procrastinate. And I, and I put together something called the three P's. The three P's is when you find your passion, I believe in finding your passion, you're going to locate your purpose. And when you locate your purpose, your purpose is something, man, that's going to keep you up at night. Sometimes I'll be sleeping, man, but my purpose be like, man, we got to watch one more video. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. It keeps you up at night, but I don't even need an alarm clock because I'm up b before the people who go into work every day because I'm so in love with what I'm doing. And I thought about that. I said, your purpose, man, is what's really giving you the energy. You're not tired. You're just uninspired. I'm going to say, I like that little, I'm going to tweet that. You're not tired, you're just uninspired. Because, see, when back in the day, when it was time to get up for school at 8 o'clock, oh, man, I'm tired. They damn near had to throw the iron at me to wake me up. But if I got a basketball game, if it can be 5 o'clock, and I'm up listening to boots, I'm getting up doing jumping jacks, I'm ready. Why? It's because that was my passion. It's because I saw myself going to the NBA, so I had a future in mind. I had a vision in mind. So I'm saying to y'all, I think the reason why we don't want to get up in the morning is because we don't want to be there. And if you don't want to be there, then you got a plan. You don't have to think that there's some guy that got me in this condition. You are the guy that can get you out of that condition by the most highs will inside of you, the force and power that's inside of you. So there is a higher power, but that power dwells within you. And if you don't believe that, you're going to be stuck talking about, man, I can't wait to Friday. It's Friday. You know, that, you know back in the day, Johnny Taylor. Y'all thought y'all didn't think I knew about that. <laughs> Friday, the hole in the wall. You couldn't wait to Friday because you're saying, man, it's the plantation. Then on Sunday, you hate Sunday because you got to go back to work. And you're wondering why your child don't want to go to school and get good grades and get a good job because he's seeing you every day exercise what I'm going to get if I go to school and get a good job and get these good grades. So you got to be careful of what you're showing them. Now they looking at what you're doing, not what you're saying. Now, that's our generation. So I believe we got to find that passion, find that purpose, and when you find that purpose, then you're going to stop procrastinating. You know, back in the day how we used to say, hey, man, uh, <clears throat> I got this 10-page essay, man. I'm, I'm just procrastinating on it, man. No, you just don't want to write the essay. You just don't want to do it. But if you had a passion and a reasoning for doing it, then you would do it. Now, you may say, well, Brother Ben X, I'm on the job, and I don't want to be on the job. So are you telling me to quit? I'm not saying that. I'm telling you to exercise the still away method. 
The Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, if you have a job right now, or the minister said, if you have a job right now, that don't mean quit your job right now, talking about the black man is God, but I don't need to work for the white man. Because that brother who talked to that ain't going to be paying them bills when you stand in your car. So what you're supposed to do is start a business on the side. And when you start that business on the side, when you get this extra money, don't go buy some new shoes. Don't go buy, brother nurse said, don't buy an MK bag, get you an OK bag. Okay, and when you get that okay bag, use that extra money to build up your marketing, build up your brand, build up your products. Then when this is able to sustain you, then you can quit that job. So now you're giving yourself purpose when you go to work now. So now I'm on my, I got to get extra hours. Not extra hours because, man, I'm going to be working on here until I retire. You're getting extra hours because you got a plan in six months. Oh, I'm saving my money. I'm going to get up out this bad boy. So we got to have a plan when we're going to work, and that'll give us a little bit more energy, I think. Let's get back to purpose now. Genesis says, be fruitful and multiply. We're getting closer to the purpose now. First Genesis says, he made man in his image and after his likeness and said, be fruitful and multiply. Not only did he say it to them, but then he go in chapter 9 and tell Noah and his sons the same thing. Be fruitful and multiply. Now, we don't understand words in the nation of Islam. We believe in clear words, right? Because when you're reading and you go over words you don't understand, you may mess up the whole sentence. So I looked up the word fruitful last night, and it says producing good or helpful results. Productive. I say, okay, now we're going to have to look at the word productive. The word productive says often describes a person's capability to do a lot of work. Now, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan gave us the perfect example, though, of what work is. He said work is force times distance. What you mean by that, Brother Ben? Because a lot of us busy, but we ain't working. You call somebody, what you doing? Oh, man, I'm busy, man. I'm getting it in. I'm bu busy doing what, though? Playing video games? Playing Call of Duty? Looking at, uh... Anyways. So, look. So, the minister said, if I'm, if I'm trying to push this table right here, and the table don't move, it shows no distance. I can be up here sweating. I can be up here grunting. Y'all can't say Brother Ben is working because there has been no distance. There has been no progress in what I'm doing. So all I'm doing is I'm running in place. So some of us, we got a business, and we think we really working. Man, I've been making posts. I, I mean, I post 15 times, but ain't nobody seen it. Ain't nobody looked at it. Man, I passed out all kind of flies today, man. We ain't had no guests, though. So we had to switch it up and figure out how we can get some guests. Because if we ain't producing anything, then we're not working. So, so many of us are doing a whole bunch of things, making ourselves busy. We busyness, but we got to start doing some business. So what is your gift? Not what somebody said you should be, but what is your gift? What do you believe that you should be doing? Because the minister said business is the activity of life. And as an entrepreneur, I, I feel like the formula for business is a problem, plus the entrepreneur equals problem solved. Airbnb saw a problem. They said, okay, somebody need a house. Everybody don't want to stay in hotels. Everybody don't know how to turn a liability into an asset. So I'm going to set up a business called Airbnb. You got somewhere you can stay, and you got somewhere where you, you got, a, you got a, 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 a method to where you can make money again. When you out, when you're taking a trip somewhere, your house can be making money. So they solved the problem, and they're making money. So they, I mean, they one of the largest real estate companies, but they own no real estate. Same with, same with uh, Uber and Lyft. They don't own no cars per se, 
but you got a car. You don't know what to do with the car. Somebody else need a car, and they don't want to take a taxi. So what they do is they do the Airbnb, and they, and they get picked up by you. Oh, and they, they even got things to where they got something called Turo where you can rent your own car out now. So if you got a nice looking car, I'm giving y'all some financial game now. You think, I'm going to rent my car. If you go to Turo, in Turo, you can put your car up there and say, hey, uh, my car is going to be $99 a day. My car is going to be $120 a day. And you can be making money and turning your liability in a, into an asset. For those who don't know what I mean by liability and asset, an asset is something that brings money in. And a liability is something that takes money out. So if all you're doing is paying on this mortgage, paying this, paying rent, paying on this insurance, that's a liability. But if you can get your car and, and, and rent it out to somebody and bring money in, you are now turning that into an asset. So if I got a social media page and all I'm doing is posting on it, and it's taking me time, which time is money, that can be a liability if I'm not productive. That can be a liability if I'm not putting in work. However, if I make it to where I can build my page and somebody can pay me to post, or you don't only want to get passive income, we want to have passive impact. So on your page, you, if you're saying something on your page that's impacting somebody, uplifting somebody, then passively you're impacting the people. Now your page is an asset. But if all you're doing is taking a picture, you know, I'm eating some cereal today, no, nobody care about that. That's why you ain't getting no likes on it. <laughs> so look, man, a doctor. If you want to be a doctor, you got to find a problem. So a doctor is important because somebody is sick, right? A, a dentist is important because somebody's teeth is me messed up, right? A mechanic is important because a car is messed up. So you have to look into your own life, your own gift, your own talent, your own God within and say, man, what has God blessed me with? Some of us haven't took 30 days out of our entire lives and just sat with myself and said, man, what am I good at? What do I want to do? I've been working since I was 17. I've been working for somebody else since I was 17 all day. I never really took the time out to say, man, how do I want my life to, to end off? Do I want to end off just getting a whole bunch of, uh, 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 or depending on a 401k, depending on a social security check, and I might not even make it to that age, or do I want to say I want to make heaven where I am right now? That's the deal. I mean, we got to ask that question. So I'm saying accept your own and be yourself. That's what Master Father Muhammad taught us. Those six powerful words, accept your own and be yourself. What is yourself? A righteous Muslim, right? But what is a Muslim? Because I know somebody here saying, well, Brother Ben, I ain't no Muslim, but I just came to hear you talk about purpose, nigga, I ain't, I ain't no Muslim. Well, a Muslim is one who submits their will to do the will of God. So by nature, that's what we is. So we're not saying, oh, you can't be Christian, you can't be that. Look at what the minister said during one of his lectures. Somebody asked him, they said, um, Brother Minister, the Quran says that Allah will accept nothing besides Islam. Why, when you go into the churches, you don't tell them that? He said, well, what is a Muslim? A Muslim is one who submits to the will of God. Islam is submission to, submission to the will of God and it's peace. So if you call yourself a Hebrew Israelite and you submitting your will to do the will of God, if you call yourself a Christian and you submitting your will to do the will of God, you still Muslim. I know who you are. I ain't got to try to make you something you already are. That's what the minister said. So when you look at it, Jesus said, not my will be done, but who will? will. Thy will be done. Ain't that what, it, that's what same thing, ain't it? So the minister said, your mother just said five plus two equals seven. Yours says six plus one equals seven. Mine says seven plus zero equals seven. And look at us, we get on Instagram, no, nah, it ain't seven plus, it ain't six plus one, it ain't five plus two. But if you sit down and get down to the root knowledge, not the branch knowledge, and you observe 
observe the equation, you will see we all get into the same answer. So we got to stop the bickering. We got to stop the fighting each other over what the religion is because you're in the same condition I am. So unless I can show you what the God is doing for me, unless I can be an example for you, then we really should stop and, and cut it out. Because our people are drowning. Our people are dying. Our people are suffering. And I, and I bring you this analogy. I think Brother Neri was talking about a man drowning. And the Hebrew Israelite came and he threw his rope out there and his rope was too short. The Christian said, in the name of Jesus, mine is going to reach him. He threw his out there and his rope was too short. The Muslim said, in the name of Allah, I'm going to reach him. He threw his out there and his rope was too short. He said, there's two things that they can do. He said, they can either sit here and argue about which one is longer, which one is stronger, or we can tie the ropes together, tie them all together, throw them back out there into the ocean, and wheel our people in. And I think that's the method we need to exercise. Stop worrying about my individual rope. Stop worrying about my individual method. Let's come together on common grounds. Yes, we need the Hebrew Israelites. Yes, we need the Moors that teach law. Yes, we need the Christian because the Christian got some good stuff. Man, look at what the Christians say. Because I'm a Christian too. Some people be asking, Brother Bennett, you sound like a Christian Muslim. I say, you're right. A Christian is one who is crystallized in oneness with God, following Jesus Christ. Christ is the anointed one, he who is crushing the wicked. And I believe the man that I'm following is indeed crushing the wicked. Now, when I say accept your own and be a righteous Muslim, that don't mean be lame. That don't mean be whack. You know, you can still put some drip on it and some sauce on it. You know, you got You can be, you know, be swaggy. You know, because we think, oh, man, I can't do nothing, man. I, we got all these laws, man. I got all these rules. We got to come to study group. Well, if you ever went to Six Flags, you know, because some of us say we, we, I'm free-spirited, but I, I ain't with no religion. I'm free-spirited. Following myself, leading yourself to hell. So when you got the Six Flags, and Six Flags, there's a law, and it's a rule to put the bar down when you're on the roller coaster, right? How many of y'all free spirit fellas in here said, man, I ain't, now get that, get that bar off me, man, I'm free spirit, I ain't following no law. You make sure that bar on there, don't you? Well, the designer of the roller coaster knew something, so he provided a law. Allah knew something, so he gives us a law. Not to hinder us, but to keep us away from the things that's going to hinder us. So when you look at it in life on a roller coaster, the roller coaster go down, especially the Texas Giant. Man, that thing bumpy. So it go up, it go down, go upside down, it get real bumpy. But that bar that you have on you, that law that you have on you, keeps you in place. Well, in life you go up, in life you go down, in life, in life sometimes things get shaky. But if you keep the law of God on yourself, you're going to keep in place, you're going to be in place, and you're going to continue to thrive in this wicked world. <laughs> I was talking about making money on, online with the teachings. And the sister asked a wonderful question that some of y'all may have in here today. She says, how do I separate the teachings from making money? Guess what I said? I don't. I don't. Okay, I don't want me to be poor. Guys, man, look at what Jesus said. Jesus said, I want you to have life. Did he say life more poorly? He said life more abundantly. Man, I looked up the synonyms to abundantly. I said, ooh, that thing say exceedingly. 
Extraordinary. That means I can't be like everybody else, man. I can't come with the little raggedy stuff, man. At least if I got it right now, I can't say I'm going to be like that in 10 years. I got to have a goal to have life more abundantly, so I got to have some money in this world. If Jesus has somebody who was a treasure walking with him, and somebody stole money from him, and he didn't even know it was gone, man, he must have had some paper, man. Imagine you having a bank account and somebody steal $1,000. You couldn't even notice. I think, man, he got a little money in him. Sure, if you're doing this work, man, you're going in the highways and the byways, I got to have some money to pay the bills. So I don't believe in that old, you know, we got to be poor and God, 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 don't worry about it. God going to work on it. Yeah, God going to work on it, all right. Work on, I'm going to work on this check. So it say, look, it said faith without works is dead. So I can pray about it, but then I'm going to make that which I prayed about my prayer and I'm going to go get it. Because he's going to give me the power, the wisdom, the force, and everything else to go make this happen. Because he don't want me to be poor. So in the supreme wisdom, look at what it say. After learning mathematics, which Islam is mathematics and mathematics is Islam, it stands true. You can always prove it at no limit of time. Then you must learn to use it and secure some benefit while you live. That is what? Luxury, money, good homes, and friendship of all walks of life. He says, sit yourself in heaven at once. That is the greatest desire of your brothers and your teachers. So I'm, I'm, I'm trying to sit myself in heaven. You know, it talks about, man, you're going to be up there in heaven. It's going to have gold rolls and, man, pearly gates, green grass. I said, man, that sounds like something I can buy while I'm here at earth. I'm going to give me some of that gold. That's the real money. You know what I mean? I'm going to give me some of that gold and I'm going to... Give me some of them pearly gates. And they said milk and honey. I think I can get milk and honey from the mosque. Yeah, I can get some of that from the mosque. After you find your purpose, then what, though? All right, Brother Ben, I know I, I, I want to be a mechanic. I know I want to be a teacher. I know I want to uh, uh, make garments. I know I want to be somebody who can sew and do our own clothes. Now what? Well, I, I put together a little five-step plan. First thing we got to do is have a goal. See? I believe some of us aren't asking, asking intelligently. The Bible says, ask what? And you shall receive, right? I believe we have to be very specific when we ask, though. Because you might be getting what you're already asking for. If I say, man, I need some more money. Or if I give you a dollar, that's some more money. If I give you $5 bill, that's some more money. So I got to say something like, man, I want to make $5,000 a month. I want to make 10, even saying that some of y'all said, man, that's, ooh, I don't know if I could do that. You know why? Because in our subconscious mind, we have been taught that money is wrong. No, it don't say money. I hate when people misquote this. Money is the root of all evil. Well, since money is the root of all evil, your next check, send it to my cash shop. Dollar sign, Brother Ben X. Send it to me then. Pay, pay, pay pilot to me. It don't say money is the root of all evil. It's the mindset. It's the love of money that's the root of all evil. It ain't the paper. The piece of paper that's calling you to kill somebody, it's the mindset that you have that's causing you to kill somebody. You thinking that that money is important, but the dollar is really falling. You know, back in the day, matter of fact, in my granny house, we used to be able to go to the store. I'm sorry. We used to be able to go to the movies, and it was 99 cents. We used to go around the dollar store. I used to get lasers and stuff like that for 99 cents. You can't get that today. Oh, I couldn't get that today, man. You get used to go to the store, man. Listen, this, this is why my granny was. My granny, man, we used to be at the store. My cousin Chris, no. We used to be at the store, y'all. 
We can be walking around the store for an hour. She leave out with a loaf of bread. Be mad in the mug, man. I mean, be hot, man. I, I already knew I didn't want to go to the store because we're going to be walking around all this time for a loaf of bread. But if you got $20 back in there, you can fill up your basket. But today you may get one little TV done in that bad boy. Because it's not that the dollar, it's not that the uh, the products is going up, it's that the dollar value is falling. It's not backed by anything. It's not backed by gold or silver. So they print it off every day at the Federal Reserve. So the more they print it out, the more, uh, the less you're going to have or the less value that you're going to have. So for example, the reason we want a Bentley, the reason we want a Lamborghini is because everybody ain't got that. It's had high value. You ever notice that since it's at high value, that it ain't got to have too many commercials? You don't see too many commercials of a Bentley because it know its value. But we, we want to show the breasts. We want to show our muscles, show everybody our value. But if you knew who you were and he knew who you was, he wouldn't have to see no commercial. He going to see that mind, not that behind. <laughs> and that's what's going to attract him. So we got to be specific, man. And once we be specific and we have a destination now, I want 5000 I want 10000 Okay, because see, some of us, back to the subconscious mind, if you believe that money is evil, whenever you get it, you're going you gonna to find a way to lose it. Because your subconscious mind is telling you that it's evil, and because you don't want to be evil, as soon as I get a check, I'm finna spend it. As soon as I get a check, I'm finna lose it. That's why those who win the lottery, they get a million dollars, hit the Powerball, and then you see three months later, they done lost it. Because in their mind, they wasn't prepared for it. If you're not prepared for it, you're not going to be able to use it. So once you have a destination, now you have to have a spiritual GPS. How many of y'all use your GPS to get here today? Raise your hand. Use your GPS. If somebody was in your passenger seat, now we know, we, keep this in mind, this Siri, we're on if y'all got the Android, but I got the iPhone. But the, uh, on Siri, <laughs> on, on Siri, when you put into your maps, Siri is able to tell if somebody, if, if it's traffic, if somebody done crashed. So if somebody's in your passenger seat and they say, hey man, turn left, but your passenger seat is saying go straight, which one you gonna listen to? Huh? Which one y'all gonna listen to? Y'all who use your GPS, y'all can speak. Which y'all, Siri? You're gonna use Siri. But see, some of us gonna listen to the passenger seat. You know why? Because he gonna say, say fool, I know this shortcut. And that's what happened in life. I know the shortcut. The shortcut is let me rob somebody. The shortcut is let me rob a bank. The shortcut is let me go kill somebody. The shortcut is let me go do something that's contrary to the will of God because we can get there a little bit faster. Not knowing that he's leading you to a dead end. But when you got the spiritual GPS in, if you turn left, what your Siri going to say, brother? Reroute. It's going to say reroute. But if you don't have the destination in there, your Siri don't even know to say reroute. So unless we know where we're going, we don't even know how to correct ourselves. We don't even know how to correct ourselves. Praise be to Allah. So yes, the best thing to do is stay on the straight and narrow. But if we go left and fall short of the glory of God, which we all do, because I know where I want to go, I can check my palm pilot, like Cat Williams said back in the day, and then I can do a reroute and get back on track. So we have to have the destination, the spiritual GPS there, and we have to be very specific. Don't say, I don't want a man that's going to abuse me. Say, I want a man that's going to treat me right because how the law of attraction works, the what you give energy to grows. We often is focusing on the negative and not the positive. 
So I'm saying, oh, I don't want to be poor. I don't want to be left out. No, say, man, I want to have life more abundantly. I want to make 5000 I want to make 10000 I want to make 20000 And the thing about the mind, when the mind is focused on it, it's able to find a way to make it happen. Let me give you an example. How many of y'all ever bought a new car before? How many of y'all, when you bought that new car, you start seeing the car everywhere? <laughs> y'all ever notice that? Oh, yeah. Man, I didn't, man, I didn't know you had to win them, them knees on. Yeah, it was always there, but now that your mind is focused on it, now we can see it. But that's the same way we have to think about the path of God. Because, see, I used to eat McDonald's all the time. Number 12 with sweet and sour sauce. That's the 10-piece that's the nugget with sweet and sour sauce. Every time I saw it, I was getting it. But now that I have the knot of self, love for self, respect for myself, I got to put different fuel in my car because I'm a Bentley. Now, I used to be a little Toyota. I'm a Bentley. I got to put new oil in this bad boy so I can be going. So now when I ride past McDonald's, I don't even see it. I mean, you've been saying I didn't, I didn't see it because it was out of sight out of mind. So we got to be very intentional when we get that goal. Once we get the goal, we got to get the plan. What's my plan? I want to inspire a million people, but I want to I inspire a million. My plan is to do it through video because I'm an introvert, really. I know I'm up here speaking, but I'm really an introvert. All my videos y'all see me doing in the car is because somebody was in the house and I want to do the video in the house. <laughs> That's for real. Now, have you ever seen them videos where I got three people in the video? That's because I have 21 brothers and sisters and I only know of six of them. My first time meeting my biological father was in this casket. I saw my biological mother, one I can recall seeing her one time at the age of five. So as a young age, I used to always want to have brothers and sisters or a younger brother and sister. So one day I'm sitting there bored and I'm learning how to do videos. So I say, Brother Ben X, what's up fool? And I'm having a conversation with myself and I figured out on the video how to make it look like I'm really looking at myself. So I took something that could have been a tragedy and made it something that was real, made it something that was good. So no matter what you're going through in life, we have to have a positive attitude. So in life, there's some people that can say I had a deadbeat father and my father wasn't there. Hey, family, listen, I know COVID has messed up some of our vision and some of us, our vision for our family and our future looks a little blurry, but we want to help bring the vision back to 2020. We want you to be able to see the success and everything that you plan for 2020 to be. We want to help bring that vision back. So we have a crazy bundle for you going into Black Friday. This bundle, we got Purpose to Profit, which is a full course that's going to teach you how to turn your purpose into a product and that product into a profitable business, six-figure business from scratch. We're going to teach you how to turn your purpose into a product. We're going to teach you how to market, how to scale, how to productize. We're going to teach you how to test. We're going to teach you how to package this product so that you can be able to take it into the marketplace to be able to do great things. Not only with that bundle, you're also going to get private banking blueprint where we teach you how to build your own banking system. Yes, you heard me, your own banking system. And guess what? Guess what? It's only going to be for $368. Yes, you heard it. $368. You're going to get an actual physical copy of the textbook of Private Bank and Blueprint. All of that course together for $368 all the way up until Black Friday. If you want to move on that bundle, go to visionbundle.com. Visionbundle.com and take action today. Well, there's, there's, there's a story about that. There was two sons who had a deadbeat father. One son said... I'm taking care of my sons. The other one said, I'm not taking care of my son. I asked the one who not taking care of his son, and they said, because my father was a deadbeat. I'm thinking the one who taking care of his son gonna have a different reason. I said, man, why are you taking care of yours? He said, because my father was a deadbeat. He had a positive mindset. 
So when you think about that, we have to have a positive mindset no matter what we're going through. And like I said, whatever it is that we focus on, that which is going to grow. Because somebody done been molested before. Somebody done been raped before. Somebody done been touched before. And you can't allow that to hold you back. You got to say, man, I accept this. Not that you're okay with it, but you got to accept and say never again. And you have to realize that now this may be my purpose to go save somebody else. Because if I talk about rape or molestation, I can't relate to that. I've never been that. But you can because you've been through that. So you know the mental capacity that you got to have. You know the mental thoughts that you got to have to overcome that. So sometimes you can turn that which is a trial into something that you can end up getting a trophy for. So when you look about that, let's look at that. You got your goal. You got your, you got your vision. I mean, you got your plan. Now you got your strategy. Okay, I'm going to use video to grow. My strategy is going to be I'm going to make a YouTube video. The YouTube video is going to be 30 minutes. I'm going to take that YouTube video. I'm going to take clips out to put it on Instagram and Facebook because they scrolling. Then my strategy is going to be look at what they're talking about. What does, the, what does the word say on Facebook when you first click? Y'all know what it say? Y'all know what it asks? What's on your mind, right? See, I'm, I'm going to give y'all a little sneak peek into how I begin my fish. If they say, man, I'm sick of these niggas, man, they saying that they fed up with men. So if we have the answer and the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has the answer, I'm going to make a post about that and put it up on Facebook. If somebody's saying, man, I, man, I'm, man I'm struggling with, with money, I'm going to go find a video and put it on Facebook. Now, you know, our people still think spooky. So they think, oh, my God, this is a blessing. This is right on time, Brother Ben. I can't, oh, God sent me this video. Yeah, he sent it. I was looking at you. <laughs> and you present the answer to them. So that's my strategy that I use to get the fish. I ain't got to guess what they need. They telling me what they need because there's not a, 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 a one answer fits all. Because if I say something about finances, this brother may be a millionaire, but he dealing with relationship. This brother may have a great relationship, but he dealing with money. So you never know. So you got to look at them individually and see what they need. So after you have the strategy down, we got to focus. We got to focus. So with that, what I'm saying is we should never be waking up talking about, man, what's the play? You know, I, I never understood that, man. What, what, what we're doing today, what's the play? Fool, you still living in the projects? You still working? Check. What you mean? The play is, damn, blue for the, do for sale, blue for the two. <laughs> Separate 48, hut. I mean, damn, we got so much we can be doing. We should never wake up bored. What do you mean you bored? Man, you can get out there and work, get you some new business, get you some new clients, go atone with some relationship. We got so much that we can be doing. I mean, the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said we need everything, man. We have been broken all the way down. If you got a car, if you make cartoons, we need some cartoons. If you paint, we need some painters. If you, make, if you brush up, we need everything, man. So we got, you got so many things that you can choose. So go out there and choose, man. Go out there and choose. So I want to do a little demonstration. I want a sister to come up and a brother to stand up. Well, now, y'all can just stand up wherever you are. I need two volunteers. Raise your hand. Okay, how about this? Okay, you got you and you got you. I got $50 if y'all can do this. All right, bet. So stand up. You <laughs> say bet. I want to show you that there's no such thing as really multitasking. We're really doing things one at a time. So what I want y'all to do for this $50, whichever y'all get it first, I want y'all to do this. Let's do a square. Y'all can do this right now. Do the square. Keep the square going. Now watch them, y'all. Y'all watch it? You got the square right. Now what I want you to do with your left hand, now see, now I see, look, he's trying to cheat. <laughs> keep going. Keep doing with your right. 
Now, as you're doing this with your right hand, I want you to do a circle with your left hand. Come on now. Come on. I got the fifty dollars. Come on, man. All right, y'all can sit down. All right, y'all can sit down. So obviously, family, there's no such thing as really multitasking like we think. We can't multitask to the highest potential as we think, man. So you wonder, man, why I can't really, I'm not really together. I'm not working. I'm not making distance because you're doing so many things. Man, I'm trying to be a, a, a manager. I'm trying to be a security guard. I'm trying to speak and do security at my own event. You're doing too much. Focus on one thing and grow that thing. Become an expert at that thing. And if you focus right there, it may take you two years. It may take you two months. But hell, it took you nine months to come into existence, and you're the greatest. You're the greatest. So if it took you nine months to come into existence, and I don't believe in the six days thing even about the world. I believe that's trillions of years. That ain't no days. That's trillions of years. So if, the, if it took the world all this time, if it took God all this time to create the universe, let's say it was six days. Some of us, hell, if, it, if it's more than two days, we quit. Two days, we quit. So we got to stick to the plan, but make sure we having a mighty plan and a mighty strategy. And what we have to do is we have to take action after that. We got to take action after that. That's why I laid the basis with who you are. If you don't understand that you are God, you will never believe that you deserve to have, to have success. You will never believe that you deserve to have heaven. In fact, if you look at Luke 17, 21, it says they won't be able to say, Lord, there it is. Oh, it's over there. What it says? It said the kingdom of God is within you. And so if the kingdom of God we say is heaven, and if it says within you, then it's something that we have to do to bring heaven out. We got to bring heaven out, family. So we got to take that action, man. Because if you don't take action, I don't care how many speakers you got. I don't care if it's the minister speaking. I don't care if it's somebody who a millionaire speaking. I don't care if they give you the black print, not the blueprint, but the black print. They give you that if you don't believe in yourself and if you don't take that action in that leap, you're never going to be successful. So lastly, our purpose. I want to go into John 14, 12. Those who believe. How many of y'all believe y'all believers in here? Raise your hand. Believers in God, believers in the Bible, believers in righteousness. So in John 14, 12, it says those who believe will be doing the works that I'm doing. This is Jesus speaking. Would y'all agree that the work that Jesus was doing was giving sight to the blind? Y'all believe that? Yes, sir. Make the deaf hear. Yes, sir. Making the dumb speak. Yes, sir. And giving life to the dead. Yes. Now, I asked a question to some Christians one time. I said, man, because they believe that that's physically happening. I don't. I believe it's spiritual. I believe a lot of these things are spiritual principles. And we take them literally. So I said, well, since it's so physical, brother, have you ever raised somebody up from the dead? Well, now, brother, you know, I, you know, I'm guy working on me, brother. Okay, what about your pastor? Your pastor ever made somebody who was really blind, or you, you ever went to the grave and raised grandmama up from the grave? Well, now, you know, what I'm saying I ain't never. Well, we do. Well, one time, this your brother who stopped breathing, and they gave him resuscitation. Now, I ain't talking about somebody who was gone for maybe 30 seconds. I'm talking about dead in the grave. Ain't nobody went and raised nobody up. So to me, I'm thinking like this. That means I'm giving you a word. And when I gave you this word, now you can see clearly now. It talks about when Jesus put the spit over his eyes. Ain't that what it say? Put the spit over his eyes. And then he see them as they were. They were no longer giants again. So now he's seeing because it was a word. And I think the spit will represent, you know how we be speaking and we be spitting? <laughs> With a little spit on your eyes. 
make the dev here. So if I'm telling you something, you wouldn't even trying to hear what I was saying there. I ain't trying to hear nothing about that pork, brother Ben. I'm finna eat this, bro. I'm finna eat this chilling with hot sauce, man. We all gonna die anyway. Ain't that what we say? Your car gonna die anyway, but I, I bet you make sure that oil in there. You make sure the proper gas in there. So why are you treating that the best way you can, but you don't want to treat your body the best way you can? So when it talks about making the dumb speak, it was one time, man, people was dumb. I was dumb, didn't know what I was talking about. I used to make YouTube videos. It was called Wise Wednesdays. I'm on there talking about, you know, we're going to pray about it, family. And I'm just saying, I'm just telling them to pray about it. But now with the teachings of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, I'm able to give them practical steps that's really giving life to the dead. We now have over half a billion views on the Facebook page. Over a million followers on the Facebook page. So many testimonies of the people saying, man, I've been listening to the teachings. I've been listening to the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. I'm no longer going to decide to commit suicide. These are some of the testimonies that we get, man. Some people said, man, I have decided to go back home. Now I'm the sole provider in my household. I have got back together with my children again. The teachings have pretty much restored me. Brother said the other day, man, you have really gave me life. There was one brother said that he wanted to just go on the bridge and, and, and jump off the bridge. But when I took him the final call and sent him a video of the minister, he said, man, it saved my life. So I believe that's what giving life to the dead is. So when you look at it, when it says God is life, I mean, God is love. The minister said you can take the vowel O, interchange it with the I. He said you can look at the, the F or the V and interchange it with the F. So when you got God. The real reality of God, that's when you really truly have life. Because if you don't have God, the reality of God, if you don't believe in God, add an O to God, now you got good. So now you got good in your life. You got God in your life. You got righteousness in your life. And that's what we all desire. So I believe all of us should figure out what our talent is. All of us should figure out what our gift is. And in figuring out our gift, that's where we locate our purpose. I can't tell you what your purpose is. You know that. You know what your gift is. You know what your talent is. But the minister said these words, and I'm going to close. He says, your purpose is whatever you love to do most and what you do best. I don't know what you love to do most. I don't know what you love to do best. But what I do know is whatever your purpose is, is not only going to benefit you, but it's going to benefit your family and your community. It's not going to bring death to the community. It's going to bring life to the community. So with that being said, family, today is the first day of the rest of your life. I don't care what you were going through yesterday. I don't care if you didn't know your purpose yesterday. I don't care if you were procrastinating yesterday. Today is the first day of the rest of your life, and you can make the rest of your life the best of your life. And I hope you have a blacktastic day. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> and with that being said, I hope I said something that was uh, beneficial for you all. And can y'all please give a round of applause? We're going to bring back up Brother Lee Muhammad. Thank you, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, stay right here, brother. Stay right here. Stay right here. I'll give you brother Ben one more time. I praise you for Allah. I have a question I would like to ask you. How many of you are visiting with us today for your first time? May I see your hands? This is your first time. Look at all these hands. All praise is due to Allah. Thank you for coming, thank you for coming. I would like to ask another question. Whether this is your first time or second time, third time, how many of you believe what you heard today was good and true for our people? May I see your hands? All praise due to Allah. That's everybody. I'm gonna raise up both minds. Praise be to Allah. Well, my last question is, if you believe what you heard was good and true for our people, how many of you would like to unite with us behind these teachings 
and continue to come out and study these teachings and begin the process of uniting with us and becoming a part of the nation of Islam. May I see your hands? Brother, 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 all raise them high. Let me see them. Praise be to Allah. Any sisters on this side? All right, praise be to Allah. All right. Well, brothers and sisters, I kept Brother Ben up here because he delivered the word that you heard today. So him and me both, shoulder to shoulder, <laughs> huh? On behalf of the Office of Louis Farrakhan, may we have the honor of shaking your hand. Could you come up here and give us that honor? We'll start with the brothers on this side. All the brothers who raised their hand, all praise be to Allah. Praise be to Allah. Thank you, my brother. Come on, brothers. Come on, brothers. All praise due to Allah. Praise be to Allah. Yes, sir, my brother. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you, my brother. Yes, sir. Go ahead. All right, my brother. How you doing, sir? All right. Now, we saved the... I, I hope y'all ain't offended, but we saved the best for last. Huh? Because all Elijah Muhammad said, when you teach a man, you teach an individual. But when you teach a woman, you teach a nation because she's the first teacher, nurse of all of us. So let's give it up for our black queen. Praise be to Allah. Well, well, brother Ben, you came, you saw, you conquered, brother. Let's give it up for our brother one more time. All praise be to Allah. So with that being said, dear brothers and sisters, we're going to move into the next portion of our meeting, which is charity. So we're going to call brother Will to come back up. Give brother Will a round of applause.